0: <laughs> oh, baby. I'm baby. There we go. There we go. Oh, little baby. I'm baby. What? Okay. Well, okay. Hello, everybody. We're back again. It's me, Matt, and Felix. Uh, Fresh off uh the triumph of, you know, what I regard as maybe possibly the best episode we've ever recorded. That's right. The one I'm talking about. The best about. episode of anything ever recorded. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like kind it, of a, the avatar of podcast episodes, if you think about yes. it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it was it was a triumph. And I would just like to say, you know, in, 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 in the days following it, I mean, obviously, like we have inaugurated, you know, a paradigm shift in human consciousness that I suspect will continue to flourish. But um, just just a brief note of clarification to all the people out there who are saying, oh, it's a bit it's some kind of bit. And they want to get everyone to uh, pretend to like the shitty movie no there's no bit here ho we're 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 exp- our mo- we're trying to save humanity like james cameron and you're i don't know you're, you're angry that your dick isn't big enough in the cyberpunk game
1: <laughs> yeah yeah you are yeah everyone who's like um oh uh actually it's childish like avatar they should watch uh my favorite anime and it's about a middle school teacher in japan who gets turned into a caterpillar? Who lives in women's blouses? <laughs> That's real anti-imperialist art. Shut the fuck up! I'm not going to read any book or movie recommended to me unless it's by four people, and the those four people include Will, Matt, Andrew, and one unnamed party. Uh, shut the fuck up! You don't know anything. Your taste of media is awful. The only movies you like are, like, just, yeah, uh, childish escapades, uh, cartoonish <laughs> the affairs. Childishness. Like, like, the childishness. Childishness. There's, there's yeah, a lot of childishness child,
0: out there on the timeline. And like childish I said,
1: affairs like Parasite, which I haven't seen <laughs> and don't really know what it's about.
2: Yeah, sorry. Talk Hamilton Hamilton is uh, more anti-capitalist than Parasite. Deal with it. I'm sorry. Uh, do Avatar, I know I mean, who, our avatars. Yeah. It is. You have to deal with that just sit do with i know
1: him. yeah do i know who's in parasite do i even know what it's about or what happens no am i gonna find out no
2: you don't need to Sorry. dude i saw it don't worry about it avatar is all you need cameron yeah. is all you need a guy who knows what he's doing is not gonna yeah. be like and, oh okay. what do the critics think nope just gonna make his shit
1: and by the way anyone who's like pointing out that we're hypocritical because one time cameron went to a dinner at the rocks house that mbs was at um people sent that to me on instagram and stuff yeah well you seem to have no problem with uh, bernie sanders supporting nato <laughs> yeah you were fine with that but uh-huh. he, he probably didn't even know who was at that dinner okay Think and also
2: dinner. he is no responsibility for arming uh the yemeni genocide you can't yeah. do anything about that
1: yeah and also like he probably like he went to the rocks house probably because he thought like The Rock's heated driveway was cool, and he could use it to invent a new special effects thing. And then when he got there, there was a bad guy there. And it's just as likely that he probably pricked Mohammed bin Salman with an umbrella tip that contained a slow-moving poison. (laughs) You don't know. I think he did that. I think he might have done it. I I think think it's highly likely.
2: You know what? Yes, he did it.
1: Yeah, he did that. James Cameron did that.
2: At the very least, it it was guaranteed to make uh, MBS look like worse and worse wearing jeans. Yeah, this he giant made it, just
0: his ass getting bigger and bigger.
1: He made MBS his already huge ass bigger.
0: <laughs> well, like I said here, there's uh there's no bit here, ho. There's no bit. Yeah, there's no bit. I mean, I say this with with all humility and without a trace of drug induced megalomania. But I mean, <laughs> Menaker movie mindset will become a global consciousness, like the deity awa in the film avatar and like it's just we're we're this is day this we're in week one of this global paradigm shift that we have helped inaugurate so i mean just just get your popcorn ready don't believe me just watch yep yeah enjoy the show literally (laughs) enjoy medica
1: you'll be reduced into a genetic bitch and a eunuch (laughs) during the will meneker popcorn classic
0: that's right that's right well okay I mean, uh, but, but you know, I mean, uh, reality does demand that we, you know, briefly, we shift back from, you know, one glorious possible future to uh, boring, quotidian, day-to-day uh, life here in these, in these United States. And I guess just to, just to begin uh, today's episode, I'd like to do, oh, oh actually, no, I, I, one final postscript to uh, Avatar. What did we say Avatar was about? 9-11 every day. And thanks to COVID-19, America has finally achieved having a 9-11 happen every day. So we did it. And all it took was, it was one episode, guys. We did it. 9-11 yep. is happening every day in America. And a, a, twin towers worth of people is choking out their last breaths due to this, uh, now, uh, continuing to be a raging, unabated pandemic. So there we go. Uh, once again, another prediction coming true. But, cool. uh, the, the other, the other thing I want to follow up on is, uh, there have been new developments in the saga of Melissa Carone, the star witness in Rudy Giuliani's Stop the Steal um, lawsuit to um, prevent. Yeah, she, she you know she, she is a perfect woman. She's my new crush. And I mean, I have even more reason to crush on her because, uh, according to the Daily Beast here, um, she, uh, when she testified, she had only recently just come off probation for harassing her boyfriend's ex-wife with sex videos.
1: I. uh, All right. So that's we should abolish the police, but it's bad to do that. (laughs) No, I haven't fully connected those thoughts. (laughs) That's up to you.
0: It says here, uh, according to police reports obtained by Deadline Detroit, Corone stalked the woman for two years, sending several explicit videos of Corone and her boyfriend having sex. Investigators linked an email address used to send the videos back to Corone, who eventually admitted to sending the videos, saying she wanted to send the ex-wife, quote, over the top. She faced obscenity and computer crime charges that were related, later reduced to a misdemeanor disorderly conduct. I mean, wow. I mean, just think about how ruthless that is. You've already got the guy to leave his wife, and you're Mm -hmm. fucking... Years later, fucking taunting her, sending videos of you getting dicked down by her husband or former yeah. husband. That I mean, is that's cold blooded.
1: That's the difference between winners and losers.
2: I mean, winners, yeah, like you're views. focused. You you keep you keep your eye on the balling and you and you if you have an enemy, you destroy them. You don't just let them yeah. go on with their life. That's right.
0: I mean, there was a there was another detail of the, of her story that came out that apparently uh also, she had once worked as a dancer at a strip club named after the Bada Bing from The Sopranos. And yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want to just like this isn't just uh oh, oh, oh comedy material because she used to be a stripper. Like, no, like she's, that's cool. She is fucking cool.
2: Yes. Not only yeah. that, it was a place. It, this is I just this, the the bold of this is so amazing. So it's a strip club that was named after the Bada Bing that was actually a mafia front <laughs> yeah. like yes. mob guys mob guys just like the mob in the 70s watched godfather and decided yeah we do that that's what we do uh, mob guys in the early aughts watched the sopranos and said yeah the, that, that's a great name for a strip club because <laughs> this place where she danced apparently there was a, a bunch of criminal incidents there including one in which the manager and a bunch of other guys tortured a dude in the basement jesus <laughs>
1: that's well, like again, we don't know what he did. Maybe he, maybe he <laughs> maybe, had he money
2: the money. Yeah. maybe he owed them well, money. They wanted. Well, maybe he owed them money. No, I'm you going to assume that? that they had a reason. They just pull him off the street. He owed somebody yeah. money. He ripped somebody off in a deal. I mean, that is the law of the street, and
0: he violated it, and they took yeah. him down to the basement of the Bada Bing. Matt, I, I like to imagine mafia guys uh, watching The Godfather for the first time. They were like, "What? We can sell heroin? <laughs> what? what have we been doing all this time? <laughs> Wait a minute." Are, our fronts could be strip clubs. <laughs> we got the launder money and <laughs> look at boobs at the same time. I've been hanging out in this fucking grocery store for the last ten years. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like the asshole <laughs> in casino talking to his mom. What the fuck? What the frick? <laughs> for Sorry, Benet. mom. So yeah, um, Melissa Carone, um, if you're out there, I mean, like, just 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 reach out to us. I mean, if you have Honestly, any, yes, if you have any, vi- like- if you have any videos you'd like to send to us, please, um, you know. Reach out. Yeah,
2: we we could do an interview episode. Anything you want. Any collaboration you're open for.
0: Let's build. Let's build.
1: Yeah, I fuck with the vision, (laughs) Melissa.
0: Chapo X Carone. She is the trap queen. All right.
1: Well,
3: (laughs)
0: she really is. She really, literally is. Oh, man. Oh, what an angel.
2: Um, Anyway, there's um, still still heroes in the world, there's still magic out there
0: where where is the streetwise hercules where is the, <laughs> she is the streetwise hercules to help us through the yep. night yep uh anyway um uh, i guess it's just like the, the the other the other thing i i actually have a genuine question about the uh the the ongoing um uh, election coup lawsuit attempts yeah uh the the like every state of actual consequence to the election, uh, the lawsuit has been summarily dismissed and completely thrown out of court even at, the, at the Supreme Court level, even. Except for this one in Texas that like 17 Republican state AGs have signed on to. And I'm just wondering, like, what standing does Texas have to reverse the results of like Michigan, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Georgia? I don't get uh, it. None.
2: It doesn't. Uh, it, it's, a, it's garbage. I mean, it, this is what we talked about. for The the, the, the whole thing going into the... Ele- once it became clear that Trump was going to lose the, the actual certified uh, 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 votes, uh, count elections in these states, and, and Biden was going to get 270, the only real hope was, oh, we're going to get a Bush v. Gore, and that because it wasn't one state like 2000, it would have to be some sort of just giant amalgam lawsuit without standing, where somebody just said, come on, come on, just, just, turn, just, just turn it over.
1: Bro, just can start. I have, like, Avid? Can
2: we just, yeah, bro, bro? can we <laughs> just, and uh, that, and that's what they're hoping for, and a lot of them think that it's still going to happen. They're, they're, they're very, very excited about it, but uh, uh, I don't think it takes a lot of uh, uh, premonitory uh, brilliance to think they're just going to say you don't have standing and that they're not even going to adjudicate
1: it. Yeah, you know, I had a really bad fucking week. Could we just have this one and then you could get the next one? <laughs> <laughs> that's the Supreme Court case. Yeah. That's like, did you see the Donald Trump? Like, he retweeted a thing where Amy Cody Barrett's eyes were glowing.
0: Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. like an, 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 an hour later, <laughs> so an hour lame. later, she dismissed the the case in front of her with one sentence. Yep. Yeah, it, because it, it,
1: he's, that's how he thinks it works. He thinks it's like, um, yo, remember when I put you there? Can not be president again? <laughs> like, that's, how he, that's literally what he thought would happen.
2: Yeah. He's like, I put her there. She's going to say, oh, thanks, Donald. Thank you for yeah. this lifetime appointment that uh, I have no more. Uh, I do not need to do anything for you to maintain. And, in fact, if I try to show loyalty little to you now, I might fatally destabilize the whole system that I'm here to protect. I'm going to do you a favor. Nope. Not gonna yeah
1: I, yeah, I forgot about the grander ideological project I'm part of. Not me. Like he literally thinks he's just her friend.
2: Yep. <laughs> like he's so fucking dumb. It's like, oh, my buddy, my buddy Donald. I don't want him to be sad and not be president yeah. anymore.
1: Yeah, not that she's been like, di- like that she was built in like a federal society fucking test tube. Yeah.
0: To do it. I, I, yeah. I would like, I, I would like it if, if Trump thinks that like you know maybe ACB would be open to like you know like a soft swap maybe. <sighs> You know, I had to talk to Melania about it. I don't know what to say just like. It's a very good. I have to guy. say though,
2: it's not going to happen. But goddamn it, it would be funny if, like, I don't know, maybe maybe they just had like a, a, a ACB and uh, and John Roberts had a whippet party before the 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 case and just said, ah, oh, fuck it, let's do it. You know what? Trump's still president. And Let's, yeah. be Let's be legends. Let's be legends. Yeah, fuck it. Let's be legends. Because everybody, honestly, would probably just go, huh, and then they would just like, what would happen? Nothing would really.
0: If that happened, though, like, everyone would be like, oh, it's not so funny now, is it? And it's like, no, that would be the no, funniest be thing ever. That would be really that would be, funny. And it's just like, I like, mean, why not laugh? I mean, fuck democracy. Let's get rid
2: Oh, my rid God. Of God. You, you, we're going to talk about it. You're seeing this Biden administration hoving into its grim view. <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to oh, yeah. like, ima- Imagine. Imagining in a a second that that is some brighter alternative to Trump just saying, hey, this stupid sham bullshit we're all pretending is a democracy, we're officially – we're done with it. Wouldn't that be liberating at least? And like I said, very funny.
0: And and there's another thing I saw this week where it was like – Uh, Trump also tweeted out that he was like, no president who's won Florida and Ohio has ever lost an election. Something (laughs) funny is going on here. And then, of course, like all the all the fact checkers and the history nerds were like, ah, I think you will find that Richard Nixon won uh, Florida and Ohio in 1960, only to be defeated by John F. Kennedy. And it's like, I understand the point you're making, but maybe you should choose an election that the Democrats didn't for sure steal like yeah, it's yeah, not, it's not, it's not yeah. doing the work you think it's doing here. <laughs> yeah, that election a,
2: where Richard Daly and Sam Giancana were digging people up with yeah, fucking yeah. spades in the middle like of the doing the doing the, Linden, doing the Linden, version Linden.
0: of election fraud that, they're, they're, that they think still happens to this day, yeah. where literally like like cemeteries full of dead people vote like ten times in fucking Cook County.
1: Yeah, Daly, and Giancana got all the Polish NPCs from The Witcher to vote for Kennedy <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> Oh, Nixon, we don't like your card here. Prepare to kill me in one hit. <laughs> uh, um, the, yeah, like, LBJ
0: absolutely stole taxes.
2: Well, 100%. <laughs> That's absolute... why he was on the budget.
0: They yeah. put here's him
2: the, on, the on the, the
0: wait, wait. Here's the broader point I want to make, though. I mean, because, like, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, you know, I can point out that the Democrats definitely stole that election and probably others in the past. But here's the, lo- the broader point I wanted to make. It's okay to cheat in elections, and especially presidential elections. And if you're not cheating, you're not trying. And of course, if it it was Bernie Sanders, I would be furious at at, at any sort of uh, you know uh, malfeasance, like for instance, what happened in Iowa. But the point is, Bernie's people were ready for that. They knew they were going to fucking cheat, so they had their. And obviously, it is harder to cheat if you are um, from outside the club. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, at the end of the day, these are two bourgeois political parties competing with one another. And I don't care if they're cheating, with if they're dealing from, a, like, a, a fucking a trick deck. You know what I mean? Because like, the whole thing part is a fucking
2: Yes. It's, it's part, part of the game. It's the game. Bro? Yeah. And like, if Bernie had been the nominee, I would fucking hope that he would do everything he could to fucking steal the motherfucker.
0: And you know what? Like, and it, it shows the 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 devolution of like you know politics in this country, or at least um, on the right, because like Nixon knew Kennedy stole that election from him, and he yep. was deeply embittered by it. But he was like, you know what? Like, they wanted it more, so I'm just going to well. Also, off and this try is again. the other thing instead of, of whine and bitch steals, about it.
2: One of the big reasons that they did not contest those results in Chicago is that. In downstate Illinois, which was controlled by Republicans, they were fucking stealing, too. And they were making up votes, too. And they didn't want to have that brought out, which would have happened if there had been some sort of broader audit of voting. Everybody was stealing. Kennedy just did a better job of it.
0: Well, okay. I mean, we we talked a little bit about um, uh, Amy Coney Barrett. And and this gets into our next story. And, like, this this story, I've been thinking about about something for, like, a while now. And and we've talked. We've mentioned it recently on this show. but. I mean, like, the, the, this next, the, um, the next article we're going to discuss and this next concept has been sort of pinging around my brain for a number of reasons. I mean, it's, it's sort of tied to a number of images, um, one of which being, I don't know, Mitch McConnell's hands rotting off his body. Uh, a blood vessel bursting in Joe Biden's eye on stage during the Democratic debate. Louis Gohmert's teeth falling out of his face. <laughs> Dude, during just a,
3: falling out of his head.
0: Um, uh, Joe Biden, uh, <laughs> saying that he hurt his foot playing with his dog and then fucking up the story like a day later by just like copping to the fact that he fell down in the shower and he was like, Oh, Oops. I fell down in the shower when my dog came in the room. Yeah. Oh, oh, darn. Come
1: on, come on, man. That peanut butter's slippery. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And it's like, no, okay, uh, the
0: concept is gerontocracy. The fact that, okay. I mean, I just like, I, I have some stats here on just how old Congress is. Uh, There are 48 senators. I mean, this is actually from 2017, so it's probably worse now. There are 48 senators over the age of 65. 48 senators over the age of 65. Um, And then in the the sort of leadership of the party, uh, the average age of House leadership by party uh, is 72 on the Democratic side and 48 on the Republicans. And then in chairs and ranking members, it's 68 for the Democrats and 59 for the Republicans. Of the top three Democrats in America, the average age is 81 years old.
2: And I would like to point out this, is that uh, that the, in the 80s, the Soviet Union was noted worldwide for its, its uh, sclerotic leadership at the top because uh, you had the senescent Brezhnev followed by Uh, Andropov, who died very quickly, and then Chernenko, who died uh, very quickly also before Gorbachev kind of piloted them through the end of uh, the Soviet era. Uh, Chernenko, I would like to point out that uh, Andropov, uh, the symbol for gerontocracy in the Soviet Union, was uh, 69 when he died, and uh, Chernenko was 73. These people are all a decade-plus older than the people who are stands in for uh, corrupt sclerotic gerontocracy
0: and and the that's you... i gave you about the average age in the house in, in congress in the senate and the house of representatives is the oldest it's ever been in american history mhm so yeah, yeah it, it's 2020 and like the the average fucking person representing our the, you know their voters or our democracy in our democratic system is not just past Social Security age, but is well into the ship them off to the shut up and eat home phase. Which brings <laughs> us, of course, to Senator Diane Feinstein of California, probably one of the most prominent Democrats in America. The person who was personally put in charge of shepherding, of, of taking point on the Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett hearings is according to this brutal article by Jane Mayer, has for years now been completely senile. Like, and and senile senile to the point of, like, not knowing uh, where she is, forgetting things she said to people, like, a a minute prior. The the Jane Mayer article opens with her um, uh, grilling Jack Dorsey during um, uh, Senate testimony and asking him a pointed question and him answering it, and then her shuffling her papers and asking him the exact same question again.
1: Yeah. I like there. Are, that's sort of the perfect Democrat thing because it's already like, who gives a shit? Like, why are there hearings about why Donald Trump hasn't been banned? <laughs> who fucking cares? But then to like both things show different degrees of not giving a shit. Having that hearing shows you don't give a shit on a very basic level. But having Diane Feinstein lead them, like. You should never let this party guilt you into doing anything. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, if they really, if it's really like, oh, yeah, dude, it's fucking, it's 1930s Germany. It's coming. It's coming. The Beer Hall Putsch is coming. This is, you know, we need a popular front uh, to get behind Diane Feinstein. That's how much,
0: that's how seriously you take this. I yeah. mean, we and remember the Amy Coney Barrett hearing she was like hugging yeah. Lindsey Graham at the end of it. She probably forgot Amy Coney Barrett she wasn't that the was, Democrats nominee. And she thought she probably thought Graham it was, was a like nice her woman. grandson
2: or something. Yeah. She's yeah. gonna give him a Werther's original. <laughs>
0: yeah. She
1: like that, yeah. She would she basically asked Amy Coney Barrett, like how to get on Facebook. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: yeah, that's a yeah. I love that people watch that and were like, I know who I'm mad at. Jill Stein voters
2: and and yeah. the don't give a shit thing it extends everywhere because every yeah. single person who is in this inner uh, article who who spoke off the record to mayor they were still working for her two years ago when she ran for re fucking election and it, was yeah. endorsed
0: by Obama against and her the entire Democratic, Democratic, rep- Democratic
2: establishment there wasn't a fucking peep none of these motherfuckers had a word to say when there was a chance that they might lose their fucking staff jobs they nope. dragged this decrepit old woman through this process so they could be insured that they would stay on the inside because, hey, if, they, if somebody else wins, they might have their own people. They might fire me. No, thanks. I got to have this person because I signed my own checks, basically, because she's just sitting at her desk drooling. And now now that it's like, oh, she's past the finish line, we got the two elections done, let's just take her out to the barn and shoot her. And then <laughs> Gavin Newsom can appoint some other fucking slug yes. who's 40 years younger, and they'll hire me because I already know how it works in Washington, and everything stays the same. And the cycle can continue.
3: Yeah,
1: no, yeah like I, I, the part of the article where they're like, her staffers are in an awful position, <laughs> I a would like to, if this. Is it. yeah. If this was at all, I would like
0: to see them possibly in a worse position <laughs> than this. Potentially, I just thought, potentially. This article does warrant um, a reading from though, because there's some there's some amazing parts of it, and I, I just want to read here. It says. Um, Some former Feinstein aides insist that rumors of her cognitive decline have been exaggerated and that video clips taken out of context can make almost anyone look foolish. They also bridle at singling out her condition because declining male senators, including Strom Thurmond of of South Carolina and Robert Byrd of West Virginia, were widely known by the end of their careers to be non-compos mentis. For his last 10 years, Strom Thurmond didn't know if he was on foot or horseback, one former Senate aide told me. This is their defense of her, by the way. Yep. Is that, yeah. oh, you can't talk about Diane Weinstein because, um, there were, uh, two other guys who are dead now, uh, who were more senile <laughs> than her in the Senate while she this was is also the, serving. This is the
2: actual function of identity politics at the top level here. It is to say, hey, all of the monstrous evil we do and all of the, genuinely psychotic and insane and, and destructive practices that we take for granted. Uh, it's actually racist or sexist to point them out now because in the old days uh, when it was just white guys, they got to do it and it's not fair if we don't.
0: And you know what? They're doing that. They're doing that for Joe Biden, too, because whenever yeah. you point out his obvious cognitive decline, people are like, "Um, uh, you're making fun of a guy with a stutter. I hope you <laughs> yeah not I, Yeah, I, there needs... Uh, We will not move forward
1: as a country until there's a female LBJ who, like, just fucking flops her clit on the table when they ask her about why why we've been in Afghanistan for 30 years. Yeah. This is why.
0: You see this gumball here? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, but it goes on here. It says, But many others familiar with Feinstein's situation describe her as seriously struggling and say it has been evident for several years. Speaking on background and with respect for her accomplished career, they say her (laughs) short-term memory has grown so poor that she often forgets she has been briefed on a topic, accusing her staff of failing to do so after they just have. They describe Feinstein as forgetting what she has said and getting upset when she can't keep up. One aide to another senator described what he called a kabuki meeting in which Feinstein's staff tried to steer her through a proposed piece of legislation that she protested was just words which make no sense. Feinstein's staff (laughs) has said that sometimes she seems herself and other times unreachable. The staff is in such a bad position, a former Senate aide who still has business in Congress said. They have to defend her and make her seem normal. Normal. Everything's normal. Everything's totally uh, normal. That's like saying
2: saying that fucking uh, uh, Jonathan Silverman and Andrew McCarthy were in a bad position in Weekend at Bernie's. They were the ones holding up the dead guy and pretending he was alive. They are the ones doing this. If they said, you're on your own, Diane, the whole thing would fall apart in a day. But it's to their advantage to keep pretending that she is a functioning human being.
1: Have you ever thought that they had PTSD from holding up that dead guy for so long? (laughs) No, you didn't.
2: And then,
0: okay, yeah, here's, where, here's where it here's gets really brutal. It got so bad that Chuck Schumer, like the other top guy in the Senate, during the uh, Amy Coney Barrett hearings, um, sort of finagled it so that one of his top aides would be like Feinstein's top assistant to help mm-hmm. her throughout it. I mean, it didn't do shit, but then listen to this. Schumer had several serious and painful talks with Feinstein, according to well-informed sources. Overtures were also made to enlist the help of Feinstein's husband, Richard Blum. Feinstein, meanwhile, was surprised and upset by Schumer's message. He had wanted her to step aside on her own terms with her dignity intact, but she wasn't really all that aware of the extent to which she'd been compromised, one well-informed Senate source told me. It was hurtful and distressing to have it pointed out compounding the problem feinstein seemed to forget about the conversation soon after they talked so schumer had to confront her again it was like groundhog day but with pain fret with the pain fresh each time anyone who has tried to take the car keys away from an elderly relative knows how hard it can be he said adding that in this case it wasn't about just a car it was about the u.s senate can, any, can anyone really say they care if if, if if any president steals an election or fucking cheats yeah. their way into office at this point? Yeah. Or even, like, wants to continue having yeah. a Senate or voting for our politicians at this point? The
1: only thing stopping fascism right now is Betty Draper's dad.
2: <laughs> well, part of this we, is... you
1: have to get behind him.
2: Part of this is structural, and it speaks to the difference between the parties. In the Senate... Uh, committee hedge I mean, forgetting yes this, the fact is that got re-elected, this is very important which, you know, that, that's the, that's just money and, and you know uh, the fact that we're totally disconnected from this process and it's just picking brands and that's why these old people will never go away through us voting them out because we will never see an alternative because that would require the alternative to be funded and to have the kind of you know name recognition and influence that the person that the 40 year incumbent has and that just won't happen uh, the other is, is that for her specific problems like chairing the Amy Gomi Barrett hearings while being a actual corpse is that the the in the Senate the uh Republicans rotate committee chairmanships yep. and the Democrats mm-hmm. do it by strict seniority because one party is actually governing and the other is pretending Correct. to govern.
0: The yeah, one party is actually governing and the other party is basically a make-work program for people who are inside their club. And yep. the thing is the thing about that though is like look the Republicans understand, like it's like it's not like by shuffling new people in here. They have any like any fear that, uh, that, they, that they will get they will govern in a way that, that 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 cuts against GOP orthodoxy, at least when it comes to um, transferring trillions of wealth to the upper 0.1 percent of the country, or just right. keeping the coffers of military the military and corporations fatly stacked. But the thing is they understand though that like you got to got some new blood. You got to get these the younger hungrier killers in there to just keep keep things a little bit fresh and vital. You know, keep 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 in fighting shape. Whereas the Democrats they just think it's like honorable to keep wheeling out these fucking mummies who like are not not just like ineffective at their job, but are like a fucking active drain on the the party's ability to like win elections and enact an agenda.
1: Yeah. Uh I have a quick plan for myself to make three hundred dollars i'm gonna write a, a horrible freelance article for politico about how it's actually epic shade to put somebody whose brain is just a runny egg yolk <laughs> as a committee chairman to grill republicans
0: well you know what That's i mean all, yeah. and when people mention this it's particularly about feinstein um like uh, how old she is and, and and seemingly you know not altogether mentally i mean you were called ageist. It became an mm-hmm. issue about ageism rather than like, I mean, this political party that you are, are policing others on the behalf of, like, do you care at all about, like, what, like, their ability to do the things that you supposedly want them to do? And the answer is no, they don't. They just want them to be there. And, mm-hmm. you know, a perfect example of that is the way the Biden cabinet is shaping up because it just seems to me like they put the names of everyone who served in the Obama administration in a big hat and then yeah. they just grab the job title out of it like they're mm-hmm. thinking like Susan Rice is going to have some domestic policy role now despite the fact that like that's not really her bailiwick uh one of oh, my can't wait myself- for her uh,
2: her her like uh solving uh, poverty with drone strikes campaign. That's
0: going to be great. Uh, and one of my favorite though is our, our old friend Marcia Fudge. She remember from Donna Brazile's memoir. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> this is like yeah, like she's two back, weeks baby. She's back baby. But, but two weeks ago she she gave a comment about like you know, uh, uh you know like um, uh, appointing uh, African Americans to uh, high cabinet positions. And she said, look, it can't just be housing or Secretary of Labor because those are sort of the, you know. The, the token positions that are given because they're like, you know, not as important and they're given, they're usually given to black people. And wouldn't you know it? She's just been named the nominee for housing and urban development.
2: Oops. yep.
0: And then I, they're, they're, uh, yeah. um All right. There's <laughs> two other things. Um, uh, Biden did uh, nominate the first uh, black man to be uh, secretary of defense. Let me just uh, bring this up here. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lloyd Austin was a former four-star general, he would be the first black man to uh, be Secretary of Defense. And, you know, it doesn't really matter, but from what I can tell, uh, he's a lot better than Michelle Flourneroy. Flournoy. Because, I mean, uh, say what you will about the guy. I don't think he's openly talked about how America needs to have, you know, additional military bases in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other funny one, remember we talked about that guy, uh, the, the first black head of the CIA, this guy Daryl yeah. Blocker. Did you guys yeah. know that this guy is Jewish, too? When I When I read when i read black jewish man to head cia i got excited for a second and thought it would be like he was a black israelite like the guys at the Public <laughs> 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 oh, no that would no that would like, i was like i got excited because i was like i was like wow yeah i'd be like damn like we finally have some good politics in the cia oh shit yeah. uh they're,
2: they're, they're just they're gonna uh put a suitcase nuke in tel aviv <laughs> yeah
1: mm-hmm. the the idea of uh Yeah, they are finally going to face General Muck Muck's lightsaber. <laughs> finally. Uh, or or that would be one of the sexiest men alive, Lenny Kravitz.
2: Yeah.
3: That's
1: Either would be. Imagine, okay, but it, you know, here's the, the, weirdest the current thing about- secretary, how Mark Esper, when he was the, his first day as secretary of defense, his fly was open and he tripped over his stairs <laughs> on, on his way to the Pentagon. Lenny Kravitz, you know, if he was secretary of defense, his huge dick would just pop out, just and boom. that would be cool. That's that
2: that I mean, cool. you want that yeah. in your second, with your. You're talking clandestine services and, and intelligence. You want the dick out always.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to look incognito, just wear a giant scarf so no one can see your face. <laughs> yeah, that's we need
1: Lenny Kravitz to. Reform the cia to change it from the inside uh, but, no, oh no it ch- this, it guy, just this, guy, this guy daryl god.
0: blocker is unfortunately not a black israelite doesn't have good politics like they do um he in fact he converted to judaism in college mm. oh that's god a, that's a fucking cory booker uh, shit because, uh, because that's that cory booker a, shit because he joined a jewish fraternity
1: uh, <laughs> no that's like okay so the jewish frat you know about the jewish frat right um, like two chapters nationwide are allowed to have alcohol at their parties. That's awesome, dude. Party time. Let's go. Oh, man. Bunch of fucking cool guys in the Biden administration. <laughs> well, Holy okay. shit.
0: Uh, here, here, Here's another thing uh, that came out today, uh, and, and this will get us into the Georgia runoff elections, which are very funny. Uh, This is a Ryan Grimm at The Intercept has a piece say, uh, an audio obtained by The Intercept. Biden was unenthusiastic about executive action and warned against police reform before the Georgia Senate runoff. On Tuesday, a group of civil rights leaders urged him privately to take a slew of executive actions during a two-hour virtual meeting. While Biden didn't close the door to anything specific, he was far from enthusiastic about the idea of using executive action. And, you know, there's audio of it. And basically, you know, in Biden's rambling way, he just says here... Uh, like you know, I'm I'm uh, using executive action in the way progressives want me to is uh, is is over the line. He said. Uh, says here, Biden also warned civil rights leader that pressure on the incoming administration around police reform could hurt the party's chances in the Georgia Senate runoffs. Claiming that Republicans' ability to define the party as in favor of defunding the police is how they beat the living hell out of us across the country. Biden made his comments unprompted referencing an earlier remark made by NAACP President Derek Johnson who had warned that appointing Tom Vilsack to be Secretary of Agriculture would anger black farmers in Georgia as well as black voters generally in the state for whom Shirley Sherrod was a hero. Sherrod was fired by Vilsack from her position as Georgia Director of Rural Development for the U.S. Department of Agriculture during Vilsack's previous tenure as Agricultural Secret- Secretary during the Obama administration. This was the whole Andrew Breitbart uh, you know, uh, statement up on her, and yeah, they fired her ass. And guess what? Tom Vilsack just nominated to be the Department of Agriculture. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, oh. I just going to this like this, this Georgia runoff. And remember, remember the South Carolina primary where they're like, just every white liberal was like, Thank you, Jim Clyburn, for saving our party. Thank you, black women, for doing you know, being the soul and conscience of our Democratic Party. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, they're being paid back with in kind. For you know all the good work they've done on behalf of the Democratic Party, he's not even going to take an executive action on your part, let alone nominate someone or fucking try to pass a piece of legislation. Not even a, not even not even the fee for the gaming license, Senator. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ.
2: Yeah. Well, that's because we are all like the, the Republicans like to racistly say that black people are, are in the Democratic plantation. But the fact is that if you vote Democratic and you aren't a hedge phone manager who donates to NPR sometimes you are on the Democratic plantation. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. There is no uh, pressure to put once they have power. Their their calculus does not include you. Who they have to so, uh, make happy is never going to be you because you will be there. You have to be there. You cannot vote. Fine. They're fine. They'll lose or win. It'll be with people who have no other choice.
1: Yeah. They do, yeah the Democrats... Uh... They are the party, unless you are David Geffen. They are the party of last resort. Yeah, you you don't go to them for them to do anything. You go to them to not
2: do harm anything. reduction. That's the only calculus well, that anybody yeah. who is not in a, who is not rich has voting for Democrats.
0: Yeah, but like, which I mean, means how, that you're not well, reducing any fucking harm. Well, I mean, yeah, but what's that? What yeah, harm reduction here? What like you know? I mean, I, I'm like you know when the election was going on. You know, and and you intimated or, or 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 you know advanced an argument that it's not worth Joe voting for Joe Biden, or it's like it's not worth actively like granting your consent or like uh, help to this Democratic Party and their nominee. It was just like, oh, pretty easy for you to say as a white guy. Why don't you think about all the marginalized people and black people who were marginalized people Donald's don't vote. The
2: most marginalized people
1: in this country don't vote. And now, and, 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 they're, and they're repeatedly, and they're and people repeatedly. Just make it seem like the only people that don 't vote are uh just the bros white white trust fund kids, yes, even though it 's the complete fucking opposite yes it 's the complete fucking opposite, voting oh. is as much of a class signifier in
2: absolutely like this. you are you are you vote because you are invested in this and be, and 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 those differences that are real between governments by republicans and de- and Democrats. That, that vast – that difference that, you're, that you say is, is so important and it's too important to let a privileged bro sit it out, it, the, the more marginalized you are, the less you feel it. The more what you actually feel is the undifferentiated bipartisan infliction of misery that is unrelenting and doesn't change depending on who's in charge and is why you don't fucking think it matters to vote. Because you have an actual – you have a clearer understanding of how politics works in this country than somebody who has deluded themselves into thinking that that narrow range of options that you get that differentiate a Republican from a Democratic administration are worthy of your emotional investment and your time and money in the political process.
1: Somebody who was immiserated by NAFTA or uh, just left in the lurch by Bush-era fiscal policies – or Obama era fiscal policies someone who lives in flint any of these things they have a they have a greater familiarity with the consequences of politics this person who does not vote than someone who just made themselves mentally ill by watching cable news
2: yep who is ha- who had the privilege to sit there and watch this shit until their fucking brain turned into scrambled eggs I mean, and
1: their I number just... one and their number one issue during the election was I don't want the news to make me feel bad. Yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm just like, I, I bring this up because I just like, like you would expect there to be, I don't know, some small amount of friction created by the fact that like, you know, uh, like the whole pitch for Joe Biden was just like, you know, uh, he, he's the candidate of uh, non-white people. And then as soon as he like gets in office, they're like uh, racial justice. Like, come on, man. Come on. That, we got white out they, because uh... of that. We got our what asses kicked as a racial we- justice, man. Come on.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, though, it's like I don't even know how mad you can be at Joe Biden. He never pretended to be anyone else. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. he didn't. He didn't. You're this right. Is, this is who he's been. This is the guy who probably cried when Strom Thurmond died. <laughs> He I'm proudly, like- he started out his campaign. No one fucking remembers this because no one remembers anything because cable news has destroyed our concept of time. But he started out the campaign in 2019 by talking about how well he got along with segregationists. Yep. Me, I mean, he, I sit down with Strom Thurman. I him yeah. a back rub. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. He talked about playing Parcheesi with Bull Connor, and people are (laughs) shocked by this. No, this is always who this fucking prick has been. And if you are in the liberal media and you obscured this, you didn't get behind Bernie, you were fine with everything that happened in March, you were fine with this being given to this decrepit old piece of shit. No, you can't cry about this. You got exactly what you fucking wanted.
0: And I suspect they understand that, too, that they can't cry about it, which is why this will glide over their brains without just just like it was lubed up, not an ounce of friction whatsoever. And they will. Mm -hmm, I mean, except except when someone points it out to them, and they have to get angry at that person on behalf of the same marginalized people that they claim to be uh, protecting or representing with their advocacy, even though they don't give a fuck at all. Evidenced by the fact that Joe Biden is now president. Um, as long as we're talking about voting, though, I do want to talk about the, the these the, these runoff elections in Georgia, which are really funny because for a number of reasons, like a, this is happening at a time when Trump is loudly denouncing the governor and secretary of state of georgia for <laughs> failing <laughs> failing to give him the election or not to not to overturn the uh the, the votes of people in his state i mean do you honestly think that those scumbags in georgia were not doing everything possible to suppress the vote of like any black person who would show yeah. up to the poll we, it's just we, they, we already they didn't do enough all,
1: it was enough for them to get it over a line during the governor's race last time it wasn't enough this time
0: if it's a, yeah
1: I mean, any state with a lot of black people, there's going to be a lot of voter suppression. That is what it is in America,
0: and it's it's just. I think it is funny though that both of the Republican Senate candidates in this election, both of them, have been unambiguously done in for insider trading at the height of a pandemic. Both of them, not like, not alleged, not like, not like. Oh, this looks suspicious, but like textbook open insider trading profiting off of a global pandemic at the yeah. very same time that they were denying that such a thing was a problem. like that the, the pandemic was anything other than a flu. They were Cartoon, buying our stock and fucking video cooks. chat yeah. video conferences. Thomas Nash
2: drawings come to life. And a
1: special I want to give a special shout out to Kelly. Michael like yes. Kelly.
2: Oh yeah Kelly
1: Lawler could be one of the shittiest politicians of my life. I, I don't I don't mean as far as like she's up there like as a bad person, I think they're worse people in my lifetime. Like Jesse Helms, possibly by a margin. But uh, just as far as like no charisma, no one likes her. Not even MAGA people who make all their decisions based on how much it pisses off liberals. They can't even muster any positive like of her at all. No, like she's just nothing. She has the she has the charisma of somebody who's had two child abduction trials. Against her. <laughs> she is That's- just not. She's nothing. I saw something. She's, She's like awful. She hasn't done anything for not e- not even the boat store owners. She's all she's done is just like add to her already half a billion dollar fortune by insider trading during the
0: pandemic.
2: Added another floor to the world's largest cheesecake factory that she lives in. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: oh yeah. my god, look up photos of her house. It is it's it is awesome. astonishing. It is, and a lot of people like she's the people... richest senator. That's <laughs> <laughs> like saying each... a great deal. Yeah, no, yeah. she she is the richest senator, maybe in American history. I don't know. I'm actually, Nelson Rockefeller, I was probably yeah her.
2: Yeah, um, well, no, uh, not, not he was never a senator. John uh, oh, okay. uh, uh, J Rockefeller, oh. though. Okay,
1: J Rock. J Rock. Yes, <laughs> he made all that what? money from rap, rapping in Sunnyvale
0: Trailer Park. <laughs> Insider trading. If it could happen to me, it could happen to you. <laughs> no, I like, I like when people like uh, when they share photos of uh, Kelly Loftler's uh, like absurd mansion. Um, and, like, and, like, it's the kind of architecture that people love to shit on because it is, like, the most heinous, like, McMansion aesthetic imaginable. But, like, dude, it would be awesome to live in that house, dude. You could have 30 of your friends over to watch fucking Blu-rays in a fucking ba- a finished basement the size of a football field. Awesome. I would, the- I, would, uh, I would hating. love to. Stop love hating. Stop hating. Stop hating. I would love to go to the Loftler's house. Make Loffler's your dick bigger house. on Cyberpunk and stop hating on a winner like Kelly I,
1: I would love to go to the Lawler's house and have a classic meal of wet ham. <laughs>
0: I would love to ride a go kart to like one of the se- one of the hundred bathrooms. Just do like a go kart, fucking yeah. like rally car, just drifting through her fucking giant marble hallways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the thing: though. I love her, I- her I saw smooth some... bald husband. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some funny shit where uh, Kelly Loeffler has joined Parlour and she's posting on it, like you know, all Georgians. We're, we we got to fight against two of the most radical leftist senators of all time, and all her replies are like. Ma'am, you have already been executed in Guantanamo for your (laughs) treason. You are a you are a pig and a coward, and all patriots will rise up against you for your crimes and your, your failure to stop this deal. People people like talking about this, like, oh, like, is Trump's antics about the election going to suppress the vote when it comes to the runoff election? Uh, Don't believe that shit for a second. Georgia Republicans will absolutely come out to vote for these pigs because, I mean, that's who they are. They're also pigs. And I I fully Mm. expect both of the Democrats to lose in this. And I want to talk about them for a second. You've got uh, the the Reverend War- the Reverend Warlock guy, who, <laughs> who seems to be honestly seems to be pretty cool, but is getting less cool with every passing second as he completely like castrates himself before APAC and the fucking Israel yeah, lobby. He's he's
1: he's his own Reverend Wright. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Reverend <laughs> Writing himself. It's amazing. Like there are all these clips of him from a few years ago where he's saying like legitimately like in a tradition of kind of like actually sort of lefty. Uh, black pastors like an actual tradition that reverend Wright was a part of and and, and like yeah they'll find those clips of him being like yeah netanyahu is a segregationist you can't like serve god and serve he, the military he, and then he he'll, compared, be, then he he'll compared, be like uh he'll be he'll be like actually uh kelly Lawler wants to uh take money away from israel and i want to give them six yeah. billion dollars uh,
0: here and, a and book it's book all for getting, nothing wait, wait. he's gonna lose anyway
1: it's
0: so depressing. It's a clip of the least
2: were,
1: charismatic person in America. I, yeah,
2: this just monstrous uh, uh, fucking uh, uh, mom from da- the, this monstrous dance mom uh, yeah. in her it, it, who just is like, "Hi, I am uh, I am a cartoon plutocrat. I'm I'm in government in order to use it as my personal piggy bank." Uh, But I also know how to make you rubes get riled up with the right cultural signifiers. And because the Democrats, no matter what any of these candidates want to say, the party that they're part of has no alternative to it. So they have nothing to do except do the same thing that has gotten their ass kicked every goddamn
0: race before this. Uh, There is a clip that's being circulated uh, now uh, to attack uh, Warnock uh, where he compares Netanyahu to George Wallace. And I gotta say that's a really unfair comparison to George Wallace. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I will say
1: this about George Wallace: I do not think he uh, he um, instituted eugenics, uh, forced birth control on as many black people as Netanyahu did. No.
0: Yeah. Um, but the the other one I'm talking about, <laughs> just Jack Ossoff. Jack Jack Ossoff. Jack, Jack Ossoff. Jack <laughs> Jack. Uh, uh, that guy, like uh, Warnock, like I, I want him to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like he'd be good. At, like, he'd be better than than most Democratic senators. Even though, like, you know, I'm not hoping for much. John Ossoff, I'm actively hoping he loses. Yeah, no, You no. well, say oh, yeah, That'll be the one. That oh, wins. oh, like, oh, you'd rather a Republican or be be the Senate seat? It's just like no. Like for the future, we have to we have to nip these Buddha judges in the butt before they fully bud. Before they fucking flower into themselves. And this John Ossoff piece of fucking motherfucker has got to fucking go.
2: You say that, Will, but look at, the re- look at the track record here. So he ran in that special election after Trump won that became the most expensive House race ever and lost. He raised an untold fucking amount of money to do this Senate race. After that, he'll probably lose. The trajectory is to him be the Democratic candidate uh, in 2024 Raise three billion dollars and lose to John Taffer.
1: Yeah, I John Osoff on an infinite timeline. He uh, he will raise one trillion dollars to become head of the North American Union. Yeah, and uh, lo- yeah, lose to an anime pillow. Um, John Osoff. I don't. He's not a like Pete has wanted this his entire life. I like John Osoff. I don't literally like him. He repulses me, but I like him in the abstract because he's. The thing that Beto is, which is, like, a formerly kind of cool guy who's now just has to be a Democrat, which is deeply hilarious to me. Like, I can see John Ossoff probably spent most of his life having, like, Meadow versus Finn arguments over suitcases with uh, 26-year-old copywriters who went to UMass Amherst. John Ossoff is going to be the first senator who who gets censured because he cheated on a girl when he went to Moodring alone. John Ossoff uh, started a polycule at an Angel Olsen concert. (laughs) That's the type of Democrat John Ossoff is, and that's why I support him. Well, I think he, you know, watch him be the one that wins.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that'd be funny. I mean, like, like I said, I think they're both going to lose, and I, I think I think Repu- like like the the Republican voters who are like you know Ms. Loeffler, you have already been arrested. I am not interacting with your clone or voting for it. <laughs> I mean, they're 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 playing along with this game too. Because they're pot committed to this fucking uh, stolen election horseshit, and the fact that like the very politicians that they're supposed to support, like you know, aren't delivering for them, they have to pretend like there's something that they could have done otherwise. But when it comes down to it, and like you know, you, you think they'd rather have a black guy as senator in Georgia other than like some fucking like uh, crooked fucking uh, Malibu Stacy, some some fucking some Malibu Stacey who's literally picking their pockets like as she's giving a speech. No, they're going to vote for them. They're going to vote for them. No, yeah. like Republicans,
1: for all, they always show they under, up. They understand,
0: always. What, they understand what's going They understand what the game is.
1: Yeah, they always show up. They're going to show up again.
0: Um, I guess the last thing I wanted to talk about, uh, and this is funny uh, uh, because of Pete Buttigieg, because he may become uh, the U.S. ambassador to China, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, we are not sending our be- <laughs> we are No, not yeah. he's going to show best. up.
2: He's going to show up like having spent the entire flight over with... Like a Duolingo trying to learn Mandarin, to learn and then Mandarin, try to speak yeah. it to President Xi, and she's just gonna be like, "Oh, the the this small lotus flower will be easily plucked."
3: Yeah,
1: no, that is that is not gonna. Go- I mean, I saw someone compare him to HW, which is like this guy could not. <laughs> this guy could not even kill a Bouvier. <laughs> like, come on, this guy's HW. Yeah, okay, Bell.
0: No, no, but it's it's it's. I I bring this up in the context of that. Unbelievably funny report from like uh, a journalist who was fired from the LA Times for like active collaboration with the CIA about, <laughs> how, Ch- about how China and fucking Cuba are using um, uh, like th- a secret microwave laser to cook the brains of American diplomats and spies in China and Cuba. And it's really funny because, like, A, the article is published by, as I said, a guy who, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ken uh, Dylan D- Ken Dylan Ken Dylan Who was fired for like literally collaborating with the CIA. Like, like giving them his articles before he gave them to his editor for fucking, like, for, for notes and fucking, like, edits, line edits on. Um, and he publishes this article about how, oh, the brain laser is really real. And I think, like, Julia Yaffe and, like, other people have written about this. Like, what's happening to our spies and diplomats? They have, they have migraine headaches and nobody understands why. And if you read between the lines of that article, basically what it says is that, sci- like, they, they've got scientists to say that Theoretically, such a thing could produce these symptoms, uh, like you know, like in theory, like a, a, a directed like microwave laser beam could like produce symptoms similar to the ones being reported by these spooks and diplomats. But it, if you read carefully, none of them say such a thing exists or even could exist based on yeah. current technology.
2: Yeah, there's and an alternative theory people have put, pointed out, which is that it's crickets. So. Crickets or uh, non-existent microwave technology that cooks your brain. Which one? He, which is more likely? It's up to you to decide.
0: I mean, I, I mean, like the thing is though that, like, I, I don't know if this is real or not, but I hope it's real. Yes, I fucking hope it's real. I mean, are you kidding me? If if there, if you're some American uh, business consultant in Cuba, I hope the Cubans have some fucking <laughs> visible laser to deal with you.
2: Yeah, we they need some way to defend themselves against us. My God.
1: Yeah, if if their only move is to give you Lyme disease, well, <laughs> this is the way she goes.
2: God, that'd be so amazing if they're like if they're like some lab in China has created anti-imperialist Morgellons. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, they just and, and, like, they've been they've been researching on Facebook for years.
0: And you know, I, I also I'm also thinking this in the context of I I, I saw something the other day from. Uh, from from this uh, this woman Marcy Wheeler who's like a NatSec reporter who was a big deal during like the blog Bush era of of like you know a crusading journalist who has become full full Russiagate brain and she was going on the other day about how like uh Glenn Greenwald's campaign to like personally lobby Trump to uh pardon like the Senate, pardon Julian Assange and Edward Snowden is in her words at this point just about harming the United States and I just thought I I fucking hope so are you kidding yeah, me? I,
2: I mean, yeah, if if Trump has any value going out the door, it's just lobbing uh, cartoon bombs at the structural columns of empire and, and making these people very, very angry, which is why I hope he does it, even though I don't think he will.
0: And you know what? Like, uh, and, you know, like and like and you know, this is why like people get, get mad at Glenn Greenwald for like going on Tucker and shit. But like, you know, I think he does it because he realizes he's pitching to an audience of one. And Trump is more than any other like politician who's ever had held power malleable by what people on TV say to him so to that end Donald Trump sir Mr. President if you are listening I know it is deeply unfair no one's been treated less fair than you are no, no one's been cheated out of, out of a beautiful perfect victory more than you have it would have been you probably you, nobody, won
1: by 20 points
0: yeah nobody has ever gotten more votes than you ever I mean I mean, and everyone was so excited to vote for you and you still lost I mean like that, that they they're cheating Mr. President who, who is cheating you The people who are cheating you are the very same people who uh, have seek to uh, put Edward Snowden and Julian Assange in jail for the rest of their lives. So I'm making a personal pitch now to Donald Trump to pardon Julian Assange and Edward Snowden. It is the single best thing you can do to stick your finger in the eye of the people you hate. It is the single most effective means that you have to infuriate and confound the absolute worst people in our government and in our media. Mr. Trump, sir. This is this is the 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 lawsuits aren't working. The Kraken is not going to be released. Sidney Powell is not walking through that door with saying, "Mr. President, you're you're still the president." So, like I said, go buck wild on your way out. Get nutty with it, sir. Yeah, Yeah, you are.
1: Yeah, you got here by getting nutty. Leave getting nutty.
0: And and sincerely, like again, like Avatar, not a bit. If you if you do, if you don't support Edward Snowden and Julian Assange being pardoned for their Edward crimes, Sarton. like like you are fucking you, you're you're a hoe. You're being a fucking yeah, hoe. Yeah. You're being an absolute hoe. Are you, like I'm sorry. You may not like Julian Assange personally. You may have fucking questions like ethically or otherwise. But I'm sorry. Like on on principles such as these, you do cannot get to pick the perfect uh, martyr for these causes. And like and what's being done to Assange right now, but like and Snowden before him is one of the most serious assaults on freedom of the press by our government like maybe ever and it has gone mm-hmm. almost entirely unnoted in the liberal media so i would just like to say not joking again both of these men need to be pardoned yesterday
2: i would also it would be wonderful if you print up uh pardoned brandon bernard but honestly since he didn't uh, do anything against these nat set ghouls they don't really care if you kill him or not although please if you if you're listening uh pardon him too
0: yeah uh pardon pardon mumia I don't know. You yes. can't do that. Leonard Peltier. Yeah. Leonard Peltier, uh, Mumia. Like, I don't even care if he killed that cop or not. Let him out of jail. In fact, good. I uh, been once been again, I hope long. he did.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, president Trump, you know your fantastic apparatus for inducing death threats on people. What if you used it against Aetna Health on your way out? <laughs> you know how you made that uh, Republican Election Commission guy cry? You know, Oh, that was so really, funny. Yeah, it's yeah. enough. So stop it. Too far. Up against this. Got it too was far. okay. It was okay when we were doing it. <laughs> what a fucking pussy. Uh, yeah. Do it to you know you know who uh, embarrassed you like this. It was Etna Health. They did it. Why not? Give them give them some death threats, sir. They like it. They like love it, it. it when you do that. They love
3: it.
0: And also, you know, like, like uh, uh, Crackdown on the makers of Cyberpunk 2077. The penises yeah. are not large enough. I maxed out the penis stats in my character, and I got to be honest with you, it's thoroughly average. It's a thoroughly <laughs> average-sized penis. Um, you should actually get more fucking in-game bonuses and, and fucking, like, and, you know, loot crates for being uncircumcised. <laughs> and you you actually, should, you should be able to make your penis bigger during the course of the game.
2: By uh, by succeeding and, and accomplishing tasks,
1: um, I think that people who are uncircumcised already got the biggest loot crate that you can get. By. <laughs> let's yeah, go. Yeah, fuck let's off. go. Uh, whatever. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh,
0: stop the steal. Stop the cuts. Stop, stop the steal of foreskins. <laughs> stop yeah. the stealing of foreskins. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right.
0: Well, there we go, guys. Uh, 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 another, another episode in the bag the global neural network continues to vibrate and grow with every episode. So I see you until next time. Keep seeing each other. Bye.
3: Help the Yeah